Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to WFAN's Baseball Insider's Yankees podcast for Monday, July 26th. What an off day here for the Yankees, coming back off of the Red Sox series where they lost three out of four, and in spectacular fashion, right? So close to winning three out of four, end up losing three out of four. They were almost six games out uh, after the first game of that series, but they weren't. They ended up being nine out by the time they were done. They're three and a half out of the wild card at this moment. The Yankees suffered another devastating loss. I mean, you heard gut punch, punched in the mouth, a lot of things. The Yankees have been punched a lot. They haven't done any punching themselves, at least not consistently, for quite a while now. And you're heading towards the end of July here. There are two months left, 64 games to play. The trade deadline is here. Let's take this slowly. First of all, the Yankees have lost five games in their last 19 that have been the worst loss of the year. Yeah, I know. They have the worst loss of the year, and then a couple days later, they have another one, and then another one, and another one. Starting June 30th with the game against the Angels when they blasted Shohei Otani and then got bombed in the end, that was number one. Then they had that game against the Mets, Pete Alonso at the homer off of Chapman, and that one got away. That's number two. There's the Astros game right before the break where Altuve beat Chad Green. That's number three. And there's two games in this series against the Red Sox. I know the Yankees stole one themselves on Saturday, but then they had two of their own in this series, uh, the one on Thursday and then the one on Sunday. And those are, again, in the category of worst loss of the year. That's five times in 19 games in three and a half weeks. How many times can you have a worst loss of the year? I'm not even counting any ones from earlier. You can go beyond this and you can find some other ones like that. Good teams don't lose games like that. Good teams find a way to win games like that constantly. And the Red Sox are a pretty good team. They won two of those games in the series, even though they gave away one of them. Well, if you're looking at it from the Yankees' side, they somehow still went 5-4 and four after the All-Star break, the two Red Sox series and that two-game Phillies series in between. 5-4, and four, now I know two of the wins are against the Phillies, which means they went 3-4 and four against the Red Sox in these seven games. But remember, they got hit with that bombshell out of the break. The first game was postponed because of the COVID hit that they took, and they lose Judge and Urshela and Higashioka and three pitchers, and Urshela came back on Sunday finally. 
Um, but the Yankees are still down a lot of these guys um, when they're going through this series, the most important series. They somehow still won five of the nine games when their lineup featured mostly, you know, half half the lineup was AAA players. Half their bullpen is AAA players. You have Ryan Lamar and Tim LaCastro and Greg Allen and Esteban Florial and Rob Brantley and Chris Gittens and Brooks Kriske and um, uh, Sal Romano. These are the guys who are coming into the games as New York Yankees against the Red Sox in crucial series. This is not who you counted on. This is not who the Yankees thought they were going to bring in here. And this is not the Yankees' best lineup, plain and simple. It's not their best team going into the most important games. How on earth are you supposed to win? Still, the Yankees were in position to, and they handed the ball to some of their best relievers who didn't get the job done. That's the other part that really... Um, hurts here because Chad Green and Jonathan Loisega gave up leads and gave up runs in this series when those two have been among your most reliable, dependable pieces all year. Aroldis Chapman went through his little spell. He's on his way back. I wouldn't say he's all the way back, but he's ascended back to the closer's role and hasn't blown games the way he did earlier in this stretch. But now you have Green and Loisega who are going through a rough patch. Is that going to be over soon? Is that something that continues into August as these pitchers find their way through the second, you know, the, the, the final third of the season? Because now you're almost at 100 games here. Remember, coming back from the 60 games, the pitcher's workload is an issue. Is that what's happening here? Or is this just a normal spurt in the middle of a season that pitchers have to work their way through? It's happening in a very bad time because despite all the holes the Yankees had in their lineup and in their bullpen, they still managed to get leads to their elite relievers twice in this last series, and they let them get away. Starting rotation has actually been pretty good. Not a problem. They've bounced back really well. Jamison Tyone has pitched very well lately. Domingo Herman made up for a little bit of a rough patch with seven no-hit innings on Sunday. Um, and you know, the Yankees are piecing together a rotation here that has done very well for them lately while their bullpen has struggled. And who knows if they get Luis Severino back in a couple of weeks. Maybe Corey Kluber a few weeks after that. You're still, you're still farther away from thinking about Kluber, but Luis Severino might be going out on a rehab assignment by the end of the week. And maybe you're thinking about him coming back. And you know how good he can be. And if you add him to Garrett Cole, all of a sudden this is a rotation that has two high-end pieces like that. Well, Guess what? Playoff teams are built like that with with rotation pieces like Cole and Severino at the top and with strong bullpens. Um, the problem is playoff teams also have reliable lineups. And right now the Yankees don't have one of those. And I know how much fun it is to have the, the guys that bunt and steal some bases and they hit the ball to the right side to drive in a run or they hit a sacrifice fly and drive in a run. And that's great. But remember that the Yankees won those four games in a row earlier in the week before this last series by hitting the ball out of the ballpark. They had 11 homers in four games. While all those other things were happening and they did have speed affect some parts of the game and get some runs, those same games were won with key home runs in spots by guys like Torres and Sanchez. 11 homers in a four-game winning streak. The Yankees hit one home run during the four-game series at Fenway Park. At Fenway Park, the Yankees have struggled to hit extra base hits all year long. They finally got some in a bunch in the eighth inning on Saturday, albeit a couple of them were bloopers. Uh, They weren't knocking down the green monster with anything, but they did that to some degree on Sunday 
And while Sunday's game was all about maybe bullpen mismanagement and bullpen blowups and maybe waiting too long in one instance and playing the infield in, uh, playing the infield back rather than infield in, let's remember the Yankees could have taken a lot of this out of the equation with just a couple of more well-placed hits. They left two men on base in the third inning. They left the bases loaded in the seventh inning. Uh, they came away with uh, one They had a leadoff. Double in the first inning, no runs. They had a leadoff double in the fourth inning, got one run. They had a leadoff triple in the eighth inning, got one run. These ones across the board are, they well, they catch up to you. Even, listen, Rugnet Odor um, played, you know, he drove in a couple of runs on Sunday, and he got some big hits. He got the big two-out hit in the third inning. He hit a home run in the sixth inning, uh, drove in two of the first three runs. And I know you can't pick and choose when you get home runs, but the Yankees have been hitting a lot of solo home runs, not as many with men on base in big spots. And again, I, I know it's hard to get choosy about home runs, but Rugnet Odor came up with men on base in four of his five at-bats on Sunday. The one he hit the home run in was the one in which he let off the inning without anybody on base. The other four bats all came with men on base. Um, two of them came with men, three of them came with men in scoring position, and he knocked in one run in those three at bats. Okay, so I'm not trying to pick on Odor because I know what he did and know what the other guys didn't, but you know some well placed extra base hits. Anywhere else in this lineup, you know, Gary Sanchez, same thing. You know, he came up with a man on second uh, and a man on first and men on first and second his first two times up and didn't drive in a run. He's a big part of this. Giancarlo Stanton seems lost again. He's waving at pitches. Um, you know, I know you know he's hot and cold, but it's so hard to watch when he's cold. And then you have, um, you know, the bottom half of the lineup was just it's just not major league players. And they're not so you know they're not supposed to have half of a lineup that has triple-A players in it, but that's what the Yankees were forced to do. So if they can get their real players back, and I know they weren't doing so hot before because the Yankees were in this position because they couldn't score runs and their offense wasn't doing what they were supposed to do before. But they need those guys back. These fill-ins are nice, but they're not supposed to be here for the long term. They just played nine games, and they somehow won five of them, and were in position to win two more. That's That's the kind of thing that, you know, is kind of miraculous and holds it together because this kind of lineup could have easily lost seven out of nine, eight out of nine, very easily. And the Yankees would have been even further back. All right, they're nine back in the division race. Just forget about that, right? You don't have enough head-to-head matchups to catch around. You need uh, to catch them. You need help and deal with that later. Um, we've seen stranger things, but let's not even count on that, right? You're three and a half back in the wild card right now. And you've beaten all the other teams around you. Oakland, Seattle, Cleveland. You know, these are teams that the Yankees have won series against. Even the other division winners, division leaders, I should say, like Houston and the White Sox. Yankees have won series against all of them, too. They've played well in those spots. They have played terribly against the teams in their division, mostly Boston and Tampa Bay. Three and 10 versus Boston, five and eight against Tampa Bay, and they have three more against them coming up. Um, But they're three and a half out of a playoff spot, and they have Garrett Cole. And they have a lineup that should, on paper, feature better hitters than what's actually here. DJ LeMahieu won a batting title and was almost MVP. Uh, Aaron Judge is having an all-star season. And those two guys anchor a lineup that has, you know, um, Sanchez, who started at hot again, and Torres, who looks like he's kind of hot again, and Stanton, who, I don't know, will he get hot again? 
I understand there's a lot of question marks here. If there weren't question marks, the Yankees wouldn't be staring at 51 and 47 and nine games out in the division. They'd be a lot better. But there are some seeds here that you just kind of wait to see. You're not giving in. You're not giving up this close to the trade deadline. You're not giving up a 64 games to play and three and a half games out of a playoff spot. Not when you have Garrett Cole to front the rotation. Not when you have Aroldis Chapman and Chad Green and Jonathan Loisega, who just a couple of weeks ago were were the, maybe the best triple out of a bullpen in any in any part of the league, in any in any team. So they've got pieces here. The key here is to put it all together, right? Their starting pitching is improving just as the bullpen is letting go. And you have Torres starting to get hot as Aaron Judge is out. And Stanton goes cold. And LeMahieu is still getting on base every day, but he's not really um, you know, putting together the big hot streaks as he was earlier. Can these guys ever get it together all at once? They've got some time to do it. They have 64 games to play. Key here is going to be no more gut punches. Those five losses I detailed in the last 19 games after every single one of them. Aaron Boone talks about getting punched in the gut, getting punched in the face. Well, it's time for the Yankees to start punching other people in the gut and punching other people in the face. And they have the personnel to do that if they can all get it together here and figure it out and play with some urgency. Those guys have, on paper, the ability to win some games here in August and September. And don't worry about the fact that you couldn't beat Boston or Tampa Bay. You come back to that some other time. If you can get into this playoff, and at this, you know, at the moment, Tampa Bay or whoever loses um, in the division race between Boston and Tampa Bay is the first wild card, right? Which means the second wild card faces them in a one in a one gamer. Well, that's a chance you're gonna have to take um, because if you can somehow get to a game like that, and you have Garrett Cole or Luis Severino starting a game like that, goodness, I'll take my chances with this, the way this season has gone. Just get to that one game and see what you got. That's what you have the ability to do. Stop taking gut punches. Stop taking punches to the face and start punching back. That's what the Yankees have to do. We'll see if they have it in them. Want to remind you to subscribe to WFAN's Baseball Insiders. You'll get Ed Coleman's Mets reports and my Yankees reports delivered right to you. We'll talk to you again after the Tampa Bay Rays series. It's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday against the Rays in St. Pete. Thank you for listening. I'm Sweeney Murdy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 